Back at it again with the Hockey Podcast. This is Across the Blue Line. I'm Danny DeBock alongside my friend Derek Harper. And let's go right into it. First, our first topic of the day. It's a game that's going on tonight. And it's a game that we have circled on our calendars once the schedule was finally released. And it's the day when John Tavares... Finally comes back to Long Island, the Nassau Coliseum in Long Island, where John Tavares' Toronto Maple Leafs take on the New York Islanders, a Maple Leafs team that, that seemed to have been everyone's pick to win the Stanley Cup. But who would have even expected this, that the Islanders would be on top of the Metropolitan Division at this stage of the season, even without the marquee man of the franchise in John Tavares. That's for sure, Danny. The Isles, they're a hot team this year. They have Barry Trotz for their coach, who led the Capitals to the Stanley Cup last season. You also have the Red Hot Leafs, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, uh, Patrick Marleau. Uh, uh, I mean, you have... So many good players there. You have great players on both teams. And this is going to be a fun battle to watch. For sure, Derek. And there is a big question of what type of reception John Tavares is going to receive once he is introduced, or his team rather, is introduced in in the pregame. Should John Tavares be booed for when he comes back to Long Island? I've been to these type of games with the Blazers and some players have came back and I'm not one to boo, but I understand they're upset at him for leaving. He was a kid when they drafted him, was there for nine years, said things like, I'm going to be, I want this, this, this is my home, this is where I want to be forever. You don't just do that and leave. I mean, he chases the money. I think he's from Toronto or somewhere up there. And it's just, I wouldn't boo him, but... The fans have all, they have the total right to do that, and I would not blame them for doing so. I They're upset, and they have a reason to be upset. He kind of went against his word. They should boo him. Boo, boo him. They should boo him out of the building. Why? This was the cornerstone of the franchise. And when you have that cornerstone leave, you he, he rips everything apart from you. Look, when the, when, the, when the city of Seattle finally gets their basketball team, there is a reason why the Thunder are going to be booed out of every single game in their arena. That's for and sure. the same case should be made here for John Tavares. He was the he was the piece of the franchise that was supposed to carry the Islanders to the promised land. If you recall the last time the Islanders made the playoffs and ended their their series their playoff series winning drought, it was John Tavares who carried this team. And that's what people in Long Island expected of him. That's why Tavares should be booed out of the, Nass- the Nassau Coliseum, his former home. Danny, that's for sure. He's going to probably be booed badly, and there's a lot of those circumstances that happen. It's unfortunate he made the wrong decision to leave. And I can't blame him, though. He chased the money, and I think he went home is what I've heard. But it's just wrong what he did after what he said all those years. To be fair, it is true that John Tavares grew up idolizing the Toronto Maple Leafs and the success that they had in the early stages when he was a youngster. And, it, and it's important to keep in mind that the Maple Leafs are essentially Canada's team. Everyone loves Toronto. It's the largest city. It's the New York of Canada. And, I, and for good reason, John Tavares did leave, but 
come on, John. You left your team that drafted you and was every bit a, a focal piece for the for that that city, that community of Long Island. But this also brings up the next question: Was it a good? Would the the Islanders be in the place they are right now if John Tavares stayed with the Isles, because they did they would have. Barry Trotz is their coach, and not to mention a premier scorer in John Tavares. Would the Islanders be even better than what they are right now? I, I don't think so. I think he sort of drug him down. He kind of wanted out and not even sure he's doing his best. And so I think when he was an older veteran, now you have all this young talent coming, you have a new coach, they are rejuve, rejuvenated, and they are ready to push. I mean... They want this thing. They're top of the division. I I think if he had stayed, I don't think they would be doing as well. It is a difficult question. At this stage, Toronto stands ahead in the standings coming into this matchup. But then again, this this game is being played at the Nassau Memorial Coliseum. So it will be interesting to dictate who will come out on top. We will give our picks everyone's favorite section of the show. Our picks will come very soon, and we will pick who will win this game. That's for sure. It'll be a fun pick em. Now let's move on from from rivalries and players leaving teams that, that they believed were the, the important piece of their careers to uh, other teams, and let's move on to a team that conquered the West Coast road trip. And for all East Coast teams, the West Coast road trip is usually a difficult one for many teams. But then again, this team proved differently during their most recent road trip that expanded to the West Coast. Not to mention they have won and won quite often. It's the Boston Bruins. They traveled to the West Coast, a road trip that has seen this team lose every single game on the West Coast at times. But this year's edition of the Boston Bruins, well, they did they didn't just they didn't do as bad as lose every game. That's right. They won every game. They went to Anaheim and shut out the Ducks with their backup goaltender Yaroslav Halak. They beat the Kings 4-2 with a late goal in the final minute that won the game for them in L.A. Then they won a classic gunfight at, at the SAP Corral. Okay, the SAP Center where they beat the Sharks in overtime 6-5. to five. And then they went to Vegas and beat the Golden Knights 3-2 to two in a shootout. And then they went into one of the, the, to the arena of one of the hottest teams in the NHL in the St. Louis Blues and lost in a shootout before they finally went home and beat the San Jose Sharks, who are one of the hottest teams in the league as well. So they swept the season series with San Jose. They have been winning quite often. So Derek Harper, how about those Bruins? That was a shocker to me. I didn't see that coming. I thought the Sharks would beat them in San Jose. I thought the Vegas Golden Knights would give them a challenge, and the Golden Knights did give them a challenge. I watched the end of that game, actually, and I thought Vegas was going to take it there for a second. They almost did. But the Bruins are a different team. They are a monster. They've always been a great team. They've always been a winning team. So it didn't surprise me at the same time that it did. I think if it had been someone lesser, it would have really shocked me. But it's the Bruins, so they have the type of mentality and grit where they can go to the West Coast and win every game. 
Even though the Bruins stand in second place in the Atlantic Division, they sit in third place in the overall NHL standings. If they are able to, if if Tampa Bay cannot find their way to the Stanley Cup, I wouldn't be surprised to see this Boston team making a late run in June, perhaps, and maybe lifting, having their names inscripted on a cup in the future. We'll have to wait and see. But to me, this Bruins team, with their resurgence of how they played on the West Coast, and we all know for an Eastern Conference team to win a Stanley Cup, you have to travel over to the West Side, and that's what the Bruins have. That's why I'm making an early pick right now. The Bruins are winning the Stanley Cup. That's bold, Danny. That's well, bold. Well, did you see the West Coast road trip and how they yeah, won but you also have other teams. Game? They have to go through Tampa. They have to go through probably, I mean... There's some other teams that are dangerous. Toronto, Tampa, and Montreal. Montreal's a joke. That's right. I they're, said it. They're a joke. They're not a joke, but they're not one of the super strong teams, but there are still teams that they could have to go through. And no, the no. Playoffs are they're a monster. joke. Montreal's a joke. I'm sorry. They're a, Cause it's a, they're a big you. joke. It's not happening. It's not happening. There's no way that the Bruins would lose to Montreal. Okay, I'm but you sorry. Have other teams. You have Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, have you? Well, they didn't sweep their West Toronto. Coast road trip. So a West Coast road trip means they're going to win the cup. That it, it's a telltale sign because to win a Stanley Cup, you have to go to the West Coast. Unless you're going to Nashville or Chicago. <laughs> well, first of all, or Winnipeg. Chicago, Winnipeg. First of all, there's no guarantee that they're going to make it. You have Nashville. to run through the Pacific Division. That's why I'm saying this: Boston is going to the Stanley Cup, and it shows because of their performance on the road. Okay, Danny, we'll have to wait and see on that. Moving on from the Boston Bruins, it happened on a Monday afternoon where there was a moment that many people wait for in the NHL community. It's the trade deadline, and there were a few notable trades to mention. Kevin Hayes for the New York Rangers went to the Winnipeg Jets, a Jets team that seems to to have that fire of, of saying that that they want to win that Stanley Cup that's been elusive for the, the entire nation of Canada. And then from from one contender in Canada to to a team that's not quite as much a contender, with a player moving on to a team that's trying to find its string of success, Mark Stone from the Ottawa Senators went to the Vegas Golden Knights, and then... Derek Broussard, he's been around for quite a while. He was with Florida, but he wasn't doing very well there. He's moved on to the Colorado Avalanche, who are who are right now currently sitting on the cusp of the wild card playoffs for the Western Conference. And then there were two big moves by this one team that is r- relentlessly trying to make themselves a contender, and that's the National Predators. In them acquiring, first from the Minnesota Wild, Mikkel Granlin, who has been a focal piece for the Minnesota Wild, and then Wayne Simmons from the Philadelphia Flyers, and he was quite an enforcer there. Moving on to the Nashville Predators, and he's looking to build from his identity that he garnered in Philadelphia. It seems as if the Predators, from this trade deadline, are trying to do whatever it takes to go over the hump. That is for sure. They're a team that... They want to get the cup. They've been, they've they've had to taste it before, and they haven't been able to win it. So to build up, you got to get those key players. You got to 
figure them out. And sometimes in those trade de- deadline deals or last-minute ditch efforts, and they don't always work. But sometimes they really come in handy, and you get a big run. So it'll be fun to see what they do there, Danny. It'll be rousing to see if if these trades will end up working. Another important trade that transpired, Matt Zuccarello with the New York Rangers. He has been there for quite an awful long time. He moved on to Dallas, and he scored a goal in his first game with the Stars, only to get injured and be out for four weeks. Once Matt Zuccarello comes back, could he contribute to this Dallas Stars and the flashy team they are? I, th- I think it could for sure. I think it was a move that the Rangers are rebuilding. I know uh, Henrik Lunk, 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 Lundqvist was having a hard time lose, losing him, and that'll be tough, but it's unfortunate he got hurt and not may slow down his ener- ener- energy to score a goal and to get some passes in and set up his team teammates, but I have to think when he comes back from re-covering that he'll be a better player and he'll really help this Dallas Stars team on a late playoff push. For Dallas, hopefully this move will work out for them. And let's and it it wasn't that much of an eventful trade deadline as as some deadlines in the past have brought us, Derek. That's for sure. It was kind of a quiet trade deadline. Uh, I mean, I even followed. I was like, I'm on Twitter a lot more than I'd like to be, and I see everything coming through. And it just it was like, oh, okay, okay, that's sort of big. There's nothing that stood out. And went, whoa, that's huge. Nothing did that for me. It was pretty quiet. Obviously, one of the biggest trade deadline moves in recent memory was P.K. Subban for Shea Weber. That happened a few years ago, but we but this trade deadline didn't carry as much headlines as deadlines in years past, and it seemed to it, each season is different with teams looking for different changes, and this just didn't seem to be the year for big moves. Yeah, some years there's massive moves and some years there's not, but you don't always need a massive move to help your team. Sometimes it's just that little small player that doesn't do a ton but just contributes here and there that really helps to round out your team and give you the push to get in the playoffs and push to for a deep run. Now let's move on to another topic, and it's more a, a lighter topic compared to others, and that is celebrations. Bunch of what, jerks. I, what is a proper celebration in hockey, Derek? I mean, you see a celebration from Austin Matthews and the Leafs to Cody Glass and the win on the Hawks in the w, in the WHL. I mean, you see celebrations in every sport. I mean, and I think for hockey, the Hurricanes have been a little excessive. I'm not sure what is really spurred on. I know the Canucks have that skull chant too, but they don't do that to win. They do it like after certain times or to get the crowd into it. And sometimes it's for certain players. But I think they're having fun. It's giving them the energy to win. And just they're all having a ball with it. And it's giving them fun things. It's giving them the Canes. The fans are getting into it. The owner got into it. And they're able to embrace the celebrations and the dislike for the celebrations by others. I mean, you saw a bunch of jerks referenced by Don Cherry. They put that on the ice now. They projected it on the ice. They're, they're selling shirts with that on it. It just shows that their sellies, they're winning games a ton now. So and I say I'm all for it. Carolina right now sits in a playoff position, fresh off 
a 6-1 to one win over the L.A. Kings. This Carolina team is legit. But here's one celebration that I just have a big issue with. Yevgeny Kuznetsov, with his bird celebration, it's, it's terrible, Derek. Danny, do you watch indoor foot, football at all? Of course I do. So the Jacksonville Sharks, um, I mean, it, I think if celebrations are embraced, I think the NFL is cracking down on it way too much. I think if it's in hockey, it's fine. I mean, I don't see any issue with it unless the team itself says, no, don't do this. The bird celebration is stupid, it's for- disgusting, it's appalling, and an utter disrespect to the game. He- this bird <laughs> celebration needs to go. First of all, this guy is absolutely out of his mind for him to do that flashy bird garbage during a season. First of all, it's disgusting, it's ridiculous, it's awful. This is ri- this is a uh, complete disrespect to the game. When you get scored on and you flash that birds that bird garbage, it's stupid. It doesn't belong in the game. Danny, you just said when you when you get scored on, that um the player does it when he scores a goal, not get scored on. And First, why would you flap your wings <laughs> when you're trying to show toughness as a hockey player? You, play you on don't the- flap your wings. That's <laughs> no, that's disgusting. You play on the- he's playing. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> He plays Ridiculous! The- <laughs> appalling! Daddy, he plays for the Capitals. Their logo, they're like... Here's the problem. Why do you flap your wings? It, it does no good at all. It's, it's terrible. Disgusting, appalling, and absolutely does not belong in the game. Danny, he plays for the Capitals. Their logos, they have wings. The nation's bird is an bald eagle. What does that I'm have to do with, with a hockey celebration? It has nothing to do I with it. I think it's actually one of my fav- fav- favorite stories that I've seen. No! No! It that's is. awful! I love it. It's like, he's no. the goal, he's hyped, it he's having a good time. It does not belong in hockey. It does it's not. fine. No! The wings is terrible. It it doesn't belong in the game at all. To flap your wings, it, it does no good at all. It's bad. It's disgusting, and it's awful. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on that, Danny. You get scored on, and then you flap your wings? What type of toughness does that show? It shows you're a clown. That's what it is. You're just a big clown that that fed off of Alex Ovechkin and got lucky and won a Stanley Cup. I'm sorry. It's terrible. It's ridiculous. It doesn't belong in the game. He's happy he scored a goal. Well, well, you should act as if you've been there before. That show that shows true leadership. You know what doesn't show true leadership? When you flap your wings and look like a chicken. Yes, Evgeny <laughs> Kuznetsov, I have just called you a chicken for your stupid celebration. Okay, yeah, you tone it down. You blew out the speakers a little. I don't care. This this needs to be addressed in the game. Evgeny Kuznetsov, wing flapping celebration is absolutely stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm speaking the truth here. Okay. Okay, that was intense. That's that's my view on the wing celebration and how stupid it really is. Moving on from there, let's head over to the Western Hockey League, and we will go into detail about the Seattle Thunderbirds and their wild card chances, and it seems as if they are getting hot at just the right time. They currently sit 
five points ahead of the Kamloops Blazers in the postseason in the wild card standings. The only team that is that is threatening them is Kamloops, but Seattle has performed very well as of late. They are they have are five four and one, having won five ga- five of their last ten. But what sta- what stands apart from them over Kamloops is that Kamloops has only won. Three, three of their last ten games, and that is the difference maker for this this for this playoff race. And it's because Seattle has been winning a little bit more than Kamloops. That's why Seattle is making the postseason. I think you can say the say the say that, Danny. I mean, Seattle's been doing well since they dumped a bunch of players and traded them away. They have a new life in them. We'll see how long it lasts past this season, but. I mean, I think that's good to say. I think they will get in over the Blazers. Seattle has shown the emergence of Roddy Ross, their goaltender, who has made his name known as the Rookie of the Month of January, and he has taken the league by storm, much like a familiar goaltender in Seattle's past, in their goaltender, (laughs) Carl Stankowski, who did win... The WHL championship for Seattle. Yeah, and then he went away due to health issues, sadly. And then there's been some other goalies that have been doing well. So, but Seattle has found the formula, and that's building off of a young goaltender, and that's what that's this Seattle team has. Yeah, we'll see how they do. And it would appear as if that they have a definite future ahead of them and they may be playing deeper in the postseason than uh, okay. many people may realize especially going past teams such as Portland and Everett <laughs> we'll have to wait and Bro, see on uh-uh. that but moving on from there let's head into the section that everybody loves on this show and that is the picks and we will go right into it first the battle between the Toronto Maple Leafs who are heading to Long Island to take on the New York Islanders. So, Derek Harper, Toronto does have the better record, but the Islanders have plenty of baggage on them. So, Derek, who comes out on top in this one? The Isles. You have to explain yourself. Why? They're at home. Uh, John Tavares is coming back to town, so they have the energy to beat him. The fans will be into it extra big, and <clears throat> there'll be a competitive matchup in the Isles building and the real building that is the Coliseum. I mean, they I think there's really no way the Leafs win it there. What? Mm-hmm. For real? Explain this to me. Why? Danny, you have some high scores on the aisles. I being a Winners fan, I've never been a huge fan of this guy, but you have Barzell. You I mean you you have the coach trots. The team's doing well. They're flying. I mean, and they're they have the energy to beat up on the Leafs and John Tavares and they have the anger against him right now, the f- fans especially. They're really, I think the Isles take it. Well, every time that you talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs, you always talk about Austin Matthews being the player that he is, a U.S. product, mind you, and how skilled he is. And also, John Tavares, him coming from the, uh, the Islanders, he has experience with this team and knows what the Islanders are all about, and he can use that experience to help him when he's facing the Islanders because he knows the rink and how and where where certain points may be better than others to play from. 
Now, keep this also in mind. Their their team is stacked for a Stanley Cup run. They may not have the playoff maturity to go well, but this is a big game, and the Maple Leafs want to win this game for John Tavares. That is why I'm picking Toronto in this affair. Bold choice there, Daniel. We'll see if it pays off, eh? So why am I wrong? Or am I not wrong? Or am I wrong thinking that the Isles are gonna win it? Well, are you going to try and def- are you going to try and attack the my Isles statement? have way too much energy going. They have. I, I just gave you my reasoning of why that's wrong. But Danny, this thing, the Isles have so many good players. They're gelling so well. Well, so does Toronto. Yeah, but Toronto, they're going into the opposing building. There's going to be a raucous crowd. The crowd is. The building hang has on, so hang much on, history. Hang on. Look at what Boston did when they went on the road. Would you have even believed that, that they would go into SAP and beat the Sharks? I mean, I think go, it, the, the, <clears throat> the art of going to road, sure, it might be a little bit important, but it's, it's a myth that all home teams win. I'm sorry. That's okay. the facts. Well, we'll have to see about that, but I still have the Isles coming out on top. Well... Are you going to try and defend you? Are you going to I try said and all my reasons, and you, it's, it's going to be a, a, you, it's a you historic building. You just defended building. your reasons it's by saying the same building. point over and well, over again. They have so many. They have those goal scores. They have the assists. So does passes. Toronto, and that's why there's it's close to an even matchup. But it comes down to it. It's in Long Island. It's on Long Island. I just gave. I just told you. I about know, but Boston, Danny, they went. They went to the West Coast, and they were able to win resurgently. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see your point. I guess we'll have to agree or disagree on that, and let's go on there. Yeah, I think I won that argument. Who cares who wins tonight, but I think I won that argument. Moving on, staying on the topic of tonight, we have a matchup between the Philadelphia Flyers with their goaltender in Carter Hart, who is injured, actually, taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets, who find themselves outside of the playoff picture with them having dropped out of the wild card position they are sitting one point behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, and meanwhile, also out of the playoff position of a playoff positioning is Philadelphia, and they stand seven points behind Pittsburgh. But Philadelphia did have a stadium series win for the ages against the Pittsburgh Penguins, where they trailed at one point three to one with, and they were able to score two late goals. One with under 30 seconds left to play to tie the game, to send the game into overtime, and Claude Giroux scored the game-winning overtime goal, and it was a special win for that Philadelphia team without their starting goaltender in Carter Hart. Yeah, that's for sure. <clears throat> when you don't have your starting goaltender and you're kind of down on your luck a little sometimes and you're having to play extra hard, and that's what they were able to do. So they, they're able to pull it out, and we'll see what happens. Now they, it's the Flyers who are traveling to Columbus to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are also out of a playoff picture. Tell me, Derek, who comes out on top in this game? Okay, Danny, you have those two teams, the Flyers and Jackets. That was a little bit of a tough matchup for me, but when it comes down to it, it's in Columbus. They're still fired up a little about what some things Torch said and with their team in the playoff picture. What did he say? Just about Panarin being sick, and he and this some other things. That, I mean, he explain, he explain, keeps, explain, explain this to me. Torts can really get the team fired up. He just has the humor, and it's an upbeat. He keeps the mood upbeat there. The players are doing well. They're in the playoff picture. The Flyers are down in the gutter. They're outside the playoff picture. I have the Blue Jackets, Danny. 
Have you seen this Philadelphia team and how they have been revitalized? Yes. <clears throat> but it's still the Blue Jackets. It's in Columbus, too. Oh, you're going to play that road co- that, that No, that but it's, they're out card. of the playoff picture, the Flyers. Yes, Both they're doing well. Both teams are virtually even, and Philadelphia is hotter. But who's in the playoff picture, Danny? Neither of them. They're both on the outside looking in. I, be- I believe, if we look at it, Columbus, they're right above them right there. <clears throat> well, you have to take into account this that the, the Flyers are the hotter team. You can't deny that, Derek. You can't deny they're hot right now, but you also can't deny the better team on home ice. I mean, the Blue Jackets have some great goal scorers, assist leaders. I mean... They're they're an all the other all around team, and I think they're gonna take this one. Derek Columbus has a a little over five hundred record at home, and you're going to take that into account against a Philadelphia team that has been hot like this. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to side away from you and pick Philadelphia in this affair. I'm sorry, it's because they are the hotter team. Hotter teams win more. Okay. You, uh, do you deny that the hotter teams win more? I don't deny that because that's, sometimes that's the, they do. That's why Philly's going to win. Sometimes the hotter teams win more, but then there's also the times where it's the better team or the team that... Philadelphia's better. I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, we'll have to see, but I still think it's the Blue Jackets. They have the great players. They have an upbeat environment. No, no. They have it going. No. No, trust me. Philadelphia's going to win it. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Now, let's stay on the topic of Thursday and another great matchup. This one is a unique matchup because both these two teams currently sit at 1-3 and three in the NHL overall standings. The Tampa Bay Lightning, who are heading to Boston to take on the Boston Bruins. Danny, you're going to be upset with my pick here because I know you're a Bruins fan, but... Um... And this but was they're one of the... playing at home! I know, and the I... The home <laughs> team always wins! Yeah, but this is one of the last yeah, matchups I went that, through. I'm going off of what you say, Derek. The home team always seems to have an Do advantage. I say the That's home... why Boston's going to win. Do I say always? I don't think I did. Because I this is one of the last matchups I picked. I went through, got the easy ones first, and the sort of hard, sort of easy. Came back to this one, circled around. It was like, okay, Tampa's the best team in the NHL. They're running, running away with the dang league. I got to go with the Bolts. No. No. Boston's harder. <laughs> Than Tampa Bay. I'm sorry. They're hotter. Well, to agree or disagree, because Tampa is a very lethal team. So is Boston. You can't ignore them. Kucherov, Palat, Stamco. You're just going to name players? We have a goaltender who could nullify all of them in Tukarask. And Vasilevsky? Well, first of all, our first line is better than Tampa Bay's line. I'm sorry. It's true. Whatever you say, Danny, but watch okay, Tampa gonna, take the matchup. Okay, you're going to play that card and try and side away and say that you're right. But Boston's going to win this game. I'm sorry. Okay, Danny, but you also have bias there. I'm, I'm speaking out of, of, of an objective lens and what I see. And when you go on a California road trip, uh, a trip that East Coast teams struggle with, not only because you're traveling across from coast to coast, but you're playing against tough caliber opponents. And... For Boston to come in and sweep essentially everyone in sight, that's why this Boston team is for real. And that's why Boston's going to win this game tonight against Tampa Bay. What's your reasoning, Derek? I said it. I mean, you have a great team. Tampa is... You can't say enough good things about them, Danny. You can't say enough good things about Boston, I'm sorry. Boston... And they they just went through the California road trip. And 
that road trip was... They'll be uh, tired. In, in Tampa Bay, when they went on their road trip, they did not perform... The California road trip doesn't mean you're going to... If you win games there, or you lose games there, doesn't mean you're going to go back and lose or win. I mean, <laughs> Danny, be real here. I'm being real. So and if Boston's you go on your California road trip and win them all... So if you go on your California road trip, that, that means you're going to win more if you win all those? Okay, hang on a second. When Tampa Bay went on their road trip, they barely eked out a win against the Anaheim Ducks, and we know how Boston's bad tired. they lost. And then they played against the San Jose Sharks, and they got mollywhopped 5-2. Boston's tired. What are you talking about? They have had a long rest. Their last game, the, the last game that the Bruins have played came... Against came against a a game that that was what was it a few weeks ago? Boston is well rested. Their last game came on Tuesday against San Jose, and they didn't show any signs of weakness. That's why they're going to carry that same momentum into them against Tampa Bay, and they're going to win that game. We'll see, Danny. We'll okay, see. we'll see. We'll see. I know that that you had better points, but I'm just gonna let you slide. Okay, that's cool. Moving on. We'll head to tomorrow's games. It's the Islanders who will be fresh off of an emotional game against the Maple Leafs. They will be taking on the Washington Capitals with another rivalry game. Barry Trotz coaching his former team. Derek, who's your pick in this affair? Let's go with this, Danny. We just talked about the Bolts and Bruins. This one, it's the Caps at the Isles. Let's go. Let's get the Isles. They're going to win this. First of all, I can't stand Evgeny Kuznetsov. Oh, no, not that again. He is terrible with his celebrations. It's awful. It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But Washington is going to win this game. Why? When you are on an emotional high, such as what tonight is going to carry for this Islander team, there's going to be a letdown, especially when you play back-to-back games. This game was set up so the Islanders could lose. That's why Washington is going to beat the Islanders. We'll see. We'll see. I think can't the you Isles, can't you can't you give the this Isles. that the Islanders are set up for an emotional meltdown after the game tonight between the 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 Maple Leafs and the Islanders. Uh, You're coming off an emotional. An emotional game such as that, it's hard to 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 sustain yourself so you can be ready for your next game. That's why the Islanders are going to lose. Dude, if they beat the Leafs, that'll give them even more energy. When you when you play a, a game that's very emotional, you, you're very drained. Can't you can't you give can't you see this through my lens? I do understand what you're saying. That's why the Islanders are going to lose this game. But Danny the then the win might also give them the emotional energy to win the game. Have you thought of that angle? No, no. Here's here's the reason. When you're playing on an emotional high, you are dead tired the 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 following day because you have worked so hard. Now that's that's why the Capitals they are coming in and they will have the upper hand in this game because they will not be on a more of emotional a more of an emotional high than the Islanders. Can't you see this? I can understand that, but I still have That's to say That's why it's that going to happen. Danny, I really cannot say that they're in the Stal Coliseum. They're in they're on Long Island and they're going to be on an emotional high. The last game that the Capitals played 
They destroyed Ottawa 7-2. to And they will be well-rested. And they're playing an Islanders team that will be that will simply be going through a a gauntlet in the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's why Washington will simply be sitting and relaxing while the Islanders are giving everything they have to beat up their the the man that that used to call Long Island home. That is why Washington is going to win this game. I don't think so, Danny. Okay, that no, no, you're 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 no, that's not true. That's that's not true, Derek. <laughs> it's not fake news. Oh, it will be fake news when the scoreboard comes out. Moving on from that affair, let's keep the flow going. The St. Louis Blues and their red-hot <laughs> goaltender Jordan Bennington taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, Dan, you want me to say my pick for that game? Go for it. You have the Canes and you have the Blues. Where where is it, Danny? Oh, give me a break. Nope, nope, nope. St. Louis is going on the road and winning. I'm sorry. That's no, no. You 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 can't use the home card for all of your picks. That's why St. Louis is winning this game. I'm not using the home card. I was that You was a- just did, Derek. It's true. It's true. I'm sorry. You just admitted you're using the road card for every one of your games virtually. You have to look at this. The angle, Bennington's been hot, but they also have their starting goalie back. The Carolina Hurricanes have been hot. They have their jerk celebrations. Who's who's the Carolina goaltender? I I don't You can't even name the Carolina goaltender. But they've been red hot. Haven't we just talked about the Carolina and their sellies? Well, hang on a second. Who was the Carolina goaltender? That's what I thought. You don't know who the Carolina goaltender is, and we he's kept we, them in it though. When you don't know the Carolina goaltender, and and then when you ask who the St. Louis Blues netminder is, it's J. It's not Jake Allen. It's Jordan Bennington. It it rolls off the the lips of your tongue, or what? I don't know how to say that. I'm not I'm not a medical major, but here's the deal. Jordan Bennington has been taking this league by storm, and the Bruins are showing that the road jinx is a hoax, an absolute hoax. That's why St. Louis is coming into Carolina and winning this game. We'll have to see about that, but I think Carolina's going to win. You, they have a lot you have of energy. No, you, haven't had, have, you have not showed me any evidence. to. They have a lot of energy, Danny. They have the whole Sellies, and they have Nino Niederreiter who's been hot. They have they've uh, been hot because they have been playing mediocre teams. They have played games against teams such as the Rangers, the Devils, the Senators, the Oilers, the Rangers again, uh, the a Sabres team that's outside of the playoff picture, the Panthers. They are playing mediocre teams. They are not, they aren't playing the St. Louis Blues. They're playing teams that that are that don't even deem themselves worthy of consideration. And St. Louis, they have been winning games against teams in the tougher Western Conference. That's why St. Louis is winning this game. I don't think so, Danny. But what do why? agree to disagree why? on that? Explain this I've to me. I've told you. There's, you have they're red hot because scores. they're playing a bunch of nobodies. Well, you haven't they're seen them against, against the, the Boston School for the Blind. <laughs> what? They, they're beating the Boston School of the Blind, so they must be legit. No! St. Louis is red hot. <laughs> That's why they're going to win this game. Danny, you have to see that not all teams... I don't see your point. I'm sorry. They played some weak teams, but 
They have They still have Who to have face. they beaten that's been good? They have Nobody. new energy lately, so they can still win this, and it's... No. They can still win this. The Los Angeles Kings' last place almost can beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. Sure. No. No. St. Louis is winning this game. Okay, Danny. Okay, Danny. You, I know you had the right point, but I'm just going to make my pick because they're no. the home team and hope that they win because they're at home. Moving I on, staying the, on the top. I picked the road team. Staying on, on the topic of Friday, the Nashville Predators are traveling to Winnipeg to take on the Jets. A play, a, a second round playoff rematch between these two teams. I gotta go get my. Um Jacket, because I have to fly somewhere. It's going to be a little cold, Danny. Oh, give me a I got to go earn my wings. I got to go to Top Gun school. No, no, no. Of course, he's going to play the home card because Winnipeg is at home, but they're going to lose, and I'm going to tell you why. Nashville has picked up new acquisitions with the additions of Wayne Simmons and Mikel Granlin to help them out, and for them to already contribute to this this Nashville team has already shown quite a bit of strength. I am going to pick Nashville in this affair between these two teams. Okay, but you have to see the Jets are a very good team. They're a very, the, the very good team. The Predators are good, and they have new additions as well. <clears throat> the Jets have played strong all season. They beat good teams. They beat bad teams. They beat teams all over the spectrum. They've so been... has Nashville. That's right. Dude, the Nashville Jets... can win. That's why they're going on the road and beating the Jets. The MTS Center is a very hard place to play. With the wideouts. What? With the, Who, there, there, first of all, there is no wideout for this game. I'm sorry, so you can't use that to create your argument. Not just wideouts. Secondly, Nashville has a strong defense, and they also have scoring. That's why Nashville's going to win this game. Danny, it's in the peg. So? That Nashville team has can, been a very hot team this year. Uh, so Nashville is also a hot team. That's right. Nashville's also hot. They're a hot team, but Danny, it's the what? first matchup between these two teams. They'll be figuring themselves out, and it's no. in the peg. No, no. Nashville is on a mission for revenge of yesteryear. Nashville's winning this game. Let's move on to Saturday, March the 2nd where first we will go into detail about the Hockey Night in Canada matchup between the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are traveling to Montreal to take on the Canadiens. Okay, Danny, um, after that little segment, I have to go to the team here. So we have the Penguins and the Canadiens, right? I think I'm going to say something differently than what I actually had, Danny. What is that? After thinking a while, I have to go with the Penguins here. Why is that? You have a lot of, they're a successful team day in, day out. They have great goal scorers, great goaltending. They're a successful organization. They have a great coach behind the bench. They're a top playoff team. I mean, <laughs> they're behind Minnesota in the wild card spot, but not by much. They're a team that competes every year. They've made multiple Stanley Cup runs. I don't know what they have many Cup runs. I think, what was it, the 90s or the 80s? I mean, bro, these two teams, I got to go with the Penguins on the road. Wow. We're going to disagree again. Why? You have to take a look at the most recent performance by the Montreal Canadiens, and they absolutely destroyed the Red Wings. They went 
to Little Caesars Arena and picked Detroit apart. They won by a final count of 8-1. to one. Montreal has been is showing why they are a hot team, and it's only going to show against this Pittsburgh Penguins team that has had its struggles, mind you, as of late. That's why I'm picking the Canadians in this affair. What we'll to see how that goes over, Danny. You did say the Canadians earlier haven't been doing well this season, so... 8-1. to one. Well, hang on a second. As far as their postseason aspirations are concerned, they'll be a joke against Boston. I, I will guarantee you that. But I will say this, however. Pittsburgh has been struggling as of late, and they are on the fringe of the playoff picture. And Montreal... They're, they're trying to show why they belong in the postseason. This is their statement game. Montreal is winning this game. I don't think so, Danny. Yeah, the Penguins that have always been a very successful team. Every game they compete. They'll come from down multiple goals, come back. They, they have the Stanley Cup experience. The Habs don't have that. overlooking the Montreal team led by Carey Price and what they've been able to do. Montreal is going to win this game. Moving on, staying on the topic of Saturday, it's a matchup between a Dallas Stars team fresh off of a 5-2 victory over the St. Louis Blues. Oh yeah, who called that? Oh yeah, I did. I called the Stars beating the Blues and ending the St. Louis Blues 12-game winning streak. How do you feel about that, Derek? Eh. That's right. You know, you know I was right, right? I said it was going to happen, and sure enough, it happened. Yeah, life happens. A lot of things happen in, in our life, like the Blackhawks winning cups and the Bruins winning cups and the Bolts going to win one probably. I'm just saying. I called it, and I'm going to call it again. The expansion team went to the championship last season. I don't, don't know if you saw that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Dallas beat the Blues last time out. They're going to do it you again. You were just talking about how good the Blues are a few minutes ago. Now, I'm Jordan sorry. Jordan Bennington. But hang on a second. This they weren't pl- The Blues were taking... We're playing an opponent that was was not quite that has been winning off of teams that were mediocre, but on this end of things, this Dallas Stars team is proving they're legit, and it shows in their most recent performance against the Blues, and they're going to do it again. Dallas is going to beat St. Louis in in Scott Trade Center. Danny, they're at home. They're at home. You have only in. In all the games that we have picked, Derek, in all eight of them, you have picked the home team for six of them. You're, you love that home team bias. Or do I? Six out of eight, that's pretty... Yeah, but pretty, I also have to go with the best picks. Pretty, um, no. How about we look at our pick'em standings, Danny boy? Pick'em standings, we are very close neck and neck. Moving on from there, <laughs> let's head into... Sunday, March the third, first a matchup between two teams on on different perspe- on on two precarious per, uh, spectrums, the Philadelphia Flyers and the New York Islanders. I gotta go with the Isles here, Danny, and don't get on me about the home thing. I'm getting a little tired of you cranking on about that, Danny. I have the Islanders here. No Carter Hart. I'm picking the Islanders. Moving on. First, uh, from the Flyers to the Islanders, we'll head to the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. I, wa- I want to be biased here, but I also know the Golden Knights has got Mark Stone. The Golden Knights have been playing pretty well. 
Canucks are struggling. They've had some injuries, which has bought them down. They've been losing some games. Vegas does have a losing record in the in their last ten. It's probably better than Vancouver's though. Three, five, and two in their last ten is Vancouver. And what's Vegas? Vegas is four, five, and one. So it's 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 not that big of a difference. Not a big difference, but I do have to go grab my knight and my armor stuff and head to the fortress. I had the golden knights in this one, Danny. Miracle. You picked against the Canucks and I will too. Vegas is beating Vancouver. Now let's move on to another matchup between the Winnipeg Jets who are taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Who comes out on top in this one, Derek? I, I gotta go buzz the tower real quick and get my wings. You're uh, picking the Jets. They're on the road. I don't care, Danny. They're in Columbus and Columbus hasn't done super well recently. They also have Panarin out, so I gotta go with the Jets here, Danny. They're a very good, great team. They're gritty. They've been playing strong. They're a great team. Last time these two teams met, I picked Winnipeg to beat the Jackets, and sure enough, that happened. I'm I'm here to tell you that Columbus is going to split the season series. I'm picking Columbus in this affair. Now let's move on to a matchup between two teams that have been that have been taking the league by storm, and one team especially as of late, and another team has, has quickly rose to near the top of the Western Conference standings, the San Jose Sharks, who are at home taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. I gotta go with the Sharks here, Danny. This is a very lethal Sharks team. The Blackhawks have been struggling. I mean, this Sharks team is very good. You saw how they compete against the Bruins in San Jose. They're top of the league in some of the categories. They're winning games left and right. They have Eric Carlson. They lost that game. Barely. They lost the game. Barely. So? In overtime. It's not enough. And they came from behind. They were down 3 nothing, Danny. What does that have to do with anything? They, they lost, lost the game. But they came from they behind. They lost the game. That's very, it. Very That's strong it. team. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Now, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago, on their end of things... They have a Stanley Cup winning goaltender who's back into the mix. Not to mention, they have been winning, and they have the MVP of the league in Patrick Kane, who is helping them perform wonders. And Chicago has more experience. That is why Chicago is going to be my team that's making headlines later on in the season. I'm picking Chicago over San Jose. You do that, Danny. You, you uh, do, do, do that. Whatever. Monday, March the 4th, it's Toronto against Calgary. Who comes out on top in this one, Derek Harper, in this matchup between two marquee Canadian teams? I gotta go with the Flames, man. Don't say it. Don't say it. It's not, because they're a very strong team. You've raved about them all season. They have a new coach, and they're energized. They have James Neal this season. I mean, they're a great team. James Neal hasn't done much for Calgary. And Toronto, Johnny they, were, they were designed to win a Stanley Cup. And then they are out to win for good reason. And that is why Toronto is beating Calgary in the Saddle Dome in, in Calgary. So that's why I'm taking Toronto over the Flames. Have oh. fun with that, but you have Johnny Gaudreau and the Flames light lighten them up. I'm gonna go you get always lighter. you always say all the time Austin Matthews. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I'm you not always a, use that to defend because he's why a great player. He's a great player. So is John Tavares, Patrick Marleau. But you're, thanks, you're proving my point. But thank you. I'm saying that Johnny Gaudreau and the Flames are in the Flames building. They're in the Sea of Red. You don't this even Flames know. Team is hot. You have no idea who the starting netminder is for Calgary. 
and I don't know the least one, but I don't know why. Frederick Anderson. Okay, but give you've me a also break. used the excuse about that before, so I still deal with the Flames. No, 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 and guess what? No. Moving on, Tuesday, March the fifth, the Carolina Hurricanes who Derek raved upon and believe that they are legit against the Boston Bruins, my Stanley Cup pick. Who comes out on top, Derek? Let me look at that, Danny. We have the Maple Leafs and Flames, and we go to this game here. <clears throat> we go to the Canes and Bruins. I'm going with the Bruins. Miracle. We actually agree. I'm picking Boston as well. Now let's move on and and head on to another game on Tuesday. It's the Winnipeg Jets who are traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning. Here comes Derek. He's going to say that the Lightning are going to win because they're at home. Not because of that, but I just can't see the Jets winning in Tampa Bay. The Jets are a great team. So is Tampa. Tampa has Andre Vasilevsky, Steven Stamkos, Andre Palat. I could go on and on. They're running away with the dang league. They are just... You, you can't bet you, against Tampa. You just said that Winnipeg is going to go into Columbus and beat them. You also said they were going to beat the Predators and, and beat a strong Nashville team, which I do not see. But they're going to beat Tampa Bay, and here is why. Winnipeg is a team that has great depth, and, it's, it, and they're playing a Tampa Bay team that relies deeply upon their scoring. If they can't score, they are in trouble because their scoring is tops in the league, and if it can be shut down by any goaltender, it's a fiery goaltender like Connor Hellerbuck who can do that for this Winnipeg team. Winnipeg is going on the road and beating the Lightning. Bold pick. We'll see if that Bold pays pick? off. Oh, give me a They're break. They're both great teams, but the Tampa Bay Bolts, those... Lightning bolt. Every every time every time the lightning has has been featured in these picks, you have always picked them. You're a homer. You're a homer for the lightning. I'm not a Tampa Bay fan though, Danny. I uh, well well, you're still a homer because you always pick them because homer oh look at the standings. They're at the top of the league, so they must win. Homer, no. Homer means you're a fan. You want to go to my dorm and look at all my nucks gear, you won't find any bit of bolts. Moving gear. on, moving on. Wednesday, March March the sixth. It'll be a matchup between the visiting Calgary Flames, who are taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, who have been slumping as of late. I gotta go grab my armor outside real quick. Right, here's another one of your homer picks. You're picking lost. You're picking Vegas because you think that they are s- they are some absolute. No, but they're they're at Mark Stone because they're at home. They have Mark Stone. They're re-energized, man. They're no. a team that has no. some energy. They're a that energy. fortress is a monster. Energy, the, they're four, five, the, and one. Yeah, but that's in their last ten, and that's still almost five hundred. That fortress is a monster. You go in there, it's an absolute show. You can look up videos, you can look at that team is a pretty dang good. Well, hang on a second. Vegas lost to Boston in a shootout, and if this place was really something special, they wouldn't be losing to Boston. Secondly, they got killed by the Winnipeg Jets six to three, and that shows why. The, and it shows that the fortress is is absolutely nothing special. They lost to the Coyotes five to two. They lost to Toronto six to three. They lost to Columbus 
at when they were playing at home, a game I picked, actually, mind you. Also, keep that in mind. And also, they've lost to the Predators at home. They've lost to the Minnesota Wild, who have been slumping. They lost that game also at home. They This Fortress, uh, this Las Vegas Fortress uh, success for the Vegas team is an absolute myth. I'm sorry. They're going to lose. Vegas is going to lose at home because Calgary is a stronger team. I don't know about that, Danny. Just bet against Calgary, too. Because they play the, they're playing against a Toronto team. And keep in mind, Toronto's size, they doubled up the Vegas Golden Knights, who were playing at home as well. That's why I'm picking Calgary in this game as well. We'll have to see about that. I don't think you're going to be doing too well in that category, Danny. Okay, okay. Well, you always, you always, you always say, "Oh, I'm picking the home team," and you have all, and in all the games, Let's Derek. Let's go down to uh, some other picks. There's a one. You've only picked game. the. You've only picked the team that is playing on the road three times. You love to pick the home team. It's true. It shows in your in in your picking. Let's move on to. The WHL segment of our picks, and and since we are heading down to near the end of the WHL season, we'll be picking multiple WHL games. First, the matchup between two teams who are the who have proven themselves as the class of the Western Hockey League. The last place Swift Current Broncos were traveling to Kootenai to take on the ice. It'll be the Broncos' last visit to that building as it is all the other teams this season. It's sad those how these times change. Kootenai fans seen their team one last year here. I'm going with the ice in their building. Oh, no. No. Again with the home team bias. I'm picking Swift Current on the road in this one. You have to keep in mind, they did win the WHL championship last year. They they have some winning experience, even though they might be in last place. I'm picking Swift Current, even though they are traveling on the road. Now let's move on to another matchup on that Friday night. It's the it's two teams who are right in the middle of the wild card positioning of the Western Hockey League. The Seattle Thunderbirds who are traveling to Kamloops to take on the Kamloops Blazers. I cannot believe I'm saying this, and I had I had such a hard time riding my in. In initials next to the dang team name. I, ugh, I can't do this, but mm, I'm picking the Thunderbirds. Music to my ears. I don't even need to mention who I'm picking. Seattle, of course, they're taking it. Moving on from Friday, March the 1st to Tuesday, March the 5th. And earlier we picked a matchup between two elite teams who are really on opposite ends of the spectrum. And we're going to do it again. This is the Danny DeBuck certified WHL game of the week. The Swift Current Broncos traveling to Prince Albert to take on the first place Raiders. Okay, um, I'm going to go with the Prince Albert Raiders because they're just really, really good. They're running away with the league like the Bolts are in the NHL. And they're also at home. but the temp- They're Prince also Albert- at home. Oh, Prin- he's playing that card again. Bro, you can't argue this game, though. It's the last place team against the best team. Swift Current has played Prince Albert down to the wire, and they have won in the past, and they are going to do it again. Where their I'm, starting goalie go since those I'm games? Picking, I'm picking oh, Swift wait. Current. I'm picking Swift Current in that affair. 
Moving on, let's head to Wednesday, March the 6th. The Brandon Wheat Kings are playing the Leftbridge Hurricanes. Who comes out on top in this one, Derek? Um, I guess I should go get my storm jacket and prepare my cellar. So. Oh, my goodness. I'm going with Leftbridge. No. no, because they're at home. I'm picking Brandon. No, they're Brandon. a better team. I, I, I was looking up stats before the show last night, and I had to do that. I mean, no, I had to. no, Brandon's going to take it. Go, now, go eat your dang Wheaties. I can't have wheat. Moving on, our final game that we're picking is the Calgary Hitmen who are traveling to Medicine Hat to take on the Tigers. Should I go hire my hit Hitman, Danny? But Medicine Hat's at home, and they have a stronger goaltender. Let's look at the last two games for both teams, though. Last ten. Calgary. And they're also a stronger team. I gotta go with Calgary. They're close in the stands, but the edge goes to... No. That Calgary but team. But Medicine Hat's at home. No, they have the stronger goaltender, and that's why they're going to win. That's so right, Derek. That's what I thought. You don't agree with me, Danny? Calgary's the better team here, man. The, well, who has the better goaltending? That's right. That's who I thought. Sometimes it doesn't come down to that. Goaltending goes a long way to winning hockey games. That is why I am picking in this affair, I am picking... The Medicine Hat Tigers to come out on top in this affair. Well, that's all the time that we have on this week's episode of Across the Blue Line. So once again, for my friend Derek Harper, I'm Danny Avox saying so long from Ellensburg, Washington on yet another episode of Across the Blue Line.